0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mixed Tag. It's your man, Jared Watson, here. I'm alongside the wrestling encyclopedia and the three-time Indian leg wrestling champion, Keith White. Keith, how's it going today, man? How are you feeling?
1: Man, I'm feeling good. Uh, last episode was very fun with Richard Holiday. Uh, I loved how much of a heel he was uh, for... tag gang you should know that uh you know normally after we're done the interview we speak to the uh person that we're talking to for at least a few minutes man did he pull a heel move and uh just signed right off uh could not handle it she was she was not okay with that
0: right Uh, yeah She, she she got really irritated from that keith
1: yeah. I and you know, irritated because he was messing with Delaware. You know, I mean he, he definitely he definitely is a heel. And but we, we did have a great time interviewing interviewing him, so that was cool. Uh and then Jared, before we get started, man, I gotta say, because you know how I am, I have to tell everyone that this is a big deal. I liked the WWE this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I did too, Keith. I did too. A lot of good things
1: happened. Yeah, man. Uh One thing for starters, um, Drew McIntyre put together a fantastic promo on Randy Orton where it was almost done shoot style where he talked about 10 years ago, how he was in a really bad place and Randy didn't help him. And the undertaker talked about bringing Randy up to his level on the last ride documentary. And Randy Orton hasn't done that for anybody. and it was really well done and there was a lot of emotion there. So I really enjoyed that. And Jared, you enjoyed something as well. Uh, from Monday night, what you got there?
0: Yeah, man, I'm, i I I kind of dig the raw underground thing that they started. Um, it's different. It's it's hard hitting. It's it's um looks like it's going to be a little uh attitude era ish. Um, don't think they're totally going to go back there, but with Shane running it and the Hurt Business, who by the way I love, I love that faction. Right, MVP Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, kind of like our new revamped Nation of Domination. I, I love the Hurt business. I love what they're doing, and I I, I want to see where this leads. Uh, uh I want to see where this goes uh, for w for WWE. And um, yeah, Keith, very impressive raw this week. No complaints from me.
1: You're correct, man, about the Hurt business. We both love them so much. But today's episode is going to be pretty much all about AW. So are you ready, buddy?
0: Let's do it, man. Let's get into our opening contest. All right, guys, you know, like we do almost every week, we're going to give you a little bit of AEW results in a brief recap. Um, First match we had of the night was the Elite. Uh, Of course, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page, the Young Bucks, and FTR uh, facing off against the Dark Order and Colt Cabana. And the Dark Order ultimately uh, getting the victory in this one. uh, Birdie Lee and the gang just too much uh, for the Elite. Uh, But then we saw some footage of Chuck Taylor and Trent pulling up in Trent's uh, mom's minivan. Uh, And that led to a match between Best Friends and Santana and Ortiz of the Inner Circle. Uh, Best Friends picking up a victory there. Uh, Next, we saw MJF with Wardlow appearing and talking about his campaign. We'll see where that's going to lead for all-out pay-per-view. Matt Hardy came out uh, to the ring, did a little promo action, talking about how he's going to focus on himself. Uh, But then Sammy Guevara came out uh, and basically uh, tore Matt up, uh, busted him open, slammed him through a table. uh, that led to a match, uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order taking on the debuting Matt Cardona, also known as Zack Ryder for all you WWE guys out there. Uh, and he teamed with the American Nightmare Cody. And of course, they picked up the victory uh, with Cardona getting the pin there in his AEW debut. Uh, then we had best friends outside were fuming because Santana and Ortiz caused damage and totally wrecked. Trent's mom's minivan. I think, uh, Keith, we can both say that we were both saddened by this destruction of Trent's mom's minivan. This was a travesty,
1: right? An absolute travesty, a miscarriage of justice. It's not okay. You don't mess with the minivan.
0: Right. We were so excited when we first uh, heard Justin Roberts announce that. Uh, it was super awesome. Um, but then we had the big, the big uh, part of the night, Keith. Uh, the AEW Super Wednesday debate between Chris Jericho. And Orange Cassidy. And guess what? It was moderated by Eric Bischoff. First time on TNT in over 20 years. It was back and forth. It's on YouTube. Go listen to it. It was amazing. Orange Cassidy talking a little bit about global warming, uh, but he's also uh, talking about beating Chris Jericho uh, next week on Dynamite. So you want to go check that out. Um, Orange Cassidy, though, did win the debate, according to Eric Bischoff. Uh, Tony Schiavone did a ringside interview with Dr. Britt Baker who's still in a wheelchair uh, for her injuries. Um, and then she had a match for Big Swole, and she chose Reba, her uh, sidekick. Um, Keith, I don't think Reba's her real name, is it? She just calls her Reba. Uh,
1: I have no idea. Um, it might be kind of like Ralphus. Remember Jericho had Ralphus. Yeah, right, right. Security guard. I have no idea if that's a real name or not, but it's, it's working. That's all I'll say.
0: But Big Swole ultimately picked up that victory. Reba wasn't expecting it. Uh, But she's going to face Dr. Bray Baker at All Out in September. Uh, But now it's time for the main event, Keith. Uh, We had Darby Allin versus AEW champion John Moxley for the world title. Keith, this match was hard-hitting. Darby Allin's going to be a star in this company. Um, Near the end, MJF came in, ref distracted by Wardlow. uh, Hit Moxley in the face with the title, obviously wanting Darby Allin to win so he doesn't have to face Moxley at all out but ultimately moxley um finished off darby allen uh, with the paradigm shift and retained his title mjf really furious after that uh keith uh we're going to start something new we're going to briefly do what we just did every week going over the matches giving you the winners but we're going to get some good bad and really really impressed uh uh highlights from you so keith what was good about this episode
1: Uh, I thought what was good was the use of juice. And uh, that's a little wrestling term. Uh, It's just the use of blood. I thought that they did a really good job when they used it. Uh, Matt Hardy uh, getting some color with Sammy Guevara's attack. And then that sick, sick table drop, uh, you know, off the, off the entrance ramp. But then john moxley's blood in the title fight made it seem like it was a big deal and he looked bruised and battered and defeated on his way back to the uh you know back to the locker room and i thought they did a masterful job both times using blood in a way that made a lot of sense um to the storyline bad i would say i would say just kind of needs improvement maybe um I thought about this at first and then I changed my mind when I heard you recap again. I was going to say how they're doing the whole title situation where they'll they'll say MJF is going to be uh, facing the champion all in and you would expect then that Darby Allen would have no shot at winning but the way you just lay that out with MJF trying to interfere so he doesn't have to face John Moxley really makes it seem like it could be a possibility that everybody could have a shot at that title and win any week. But before that, you know how I felt about the Cody situation with Jake Hager. It's almost like they're giving away who's going to retain the title. And so that was my initial beef. Um, but that being said, I don't really have anything bad necessarily. Uh, it's bad that, that Trent's mom's minivan is not okay anymore.
0: That was just not okay from Fantino <laughs> and Ortiz. That was, that's a travesty right there. I, I hate to see it.
1: You don't do that. Uh, and then the really impressive man was – getting Eric Bischoff back on TNT right? huge. And then orange Cassie just kind of slayed it with the debate. And Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho is Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho on his worst night is a top star anywhere. So Chris Jericho is always going to be fantastic. Orange Cassie really stepped up to the plate. Just having Eric Bischoff back was just such a nod to nostalgia, but also, you know, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge in a lot of ways. And it, It was just another great night um, for AEW, man. Um, You and I have talked about this, for me especially, this is the first time since the Monday Night Wars, most likely, that I've consistently watched a weekly episodic wrestling program. Must see every week, AEW.
0: Definitely. Definitely it is. It's must see television. No better time to be a wrestling fan than right now, especially on Wednesday nights. Uh, But Keith... That was AEW Dynamite, another great episode. We're going to do this next week as well. Uh, But we want to get to something that we found interesting the other day. Uh, Speaking of Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho has made a list, shocker, uh, of talent he wants to see in AEW. So, Keith, why don't you go over that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so he's um, he's got five specific talents that he wants in AEW. And he had uh, Roman Reigns, Will Osprey, Ricochet, Kota Ibushi, and Don Callis. And what's interesting is, of course, the first person that he mentioned, um, he mentioned that Cesaro should be an AEW. And this is how everyone feels, right? Um, Cesaro is one of those guys. He's just being criminally underused, underrated in WWE and you know, I've talked about this before with you, they could change his name. Uh, You know, he was, I can't pronounce his name still uh, Claudio Castellera, but you know, they could call him Claudio Antonio or Antonio Claudio, which is kind of a, a playoff of both names he's had in WWE. But you know, either way it would, it would roll off the tongue, but sound good. And it'd be digestible to the audience. But man, could you imagine the fantastic matches with the roster that they have in AEW? He'd be a major player immediately. Uh, With that list, of course, you know, Ricochet would absolutely crush it in AEW, and uh, Will Ospreay and Ibushi would be fantastic as well, because, you know, Omega and Moxley and these other guys have that Japanese background. So, you know, oh, by the way, I apologize, tag gang. We have somebody who's not supposed to be in this episode. Who's trying to be in this episode? That's Rocky the Luchador Wonder Dog, making his run in. He's upset right now because he wants Cesaro in AEW very, very badly. Uh, but Don Callis would be another situation where he would just be really good with running the show and helping out with uh, production and, and day-to-day activities. You know, from his time in Impact. So Jericho, as always, has a great list. What are you thinking about? I don't, I don't like the idea of Roman Reigns in there. I, I don't know how you feel, um, but I mean, he's great. I just don't think he's a W fit. But what are you thinking, Jerry?
0: I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. So I don't think we're going to have to worry about it. He is the new John Cena of WWE, right? Uh, Roman, uh, Roman Reigns is having all this, you know, main event scene. Mr. McMahon's pushing him like crazy, especially over the past few years. He's won numerous WWE titles, universal titles. Crowd doesn't really like him. I mean, he's, he's got the same crowd appeal as Cena, right? Women and children love Roman Reigns, uh, but grown adult men could think otherwise. Um, he's suffered on the mic a lot. Um, I, I just don't see him going to AEW, Keith. He's not like Moxley, right? I, I could see, however... Seth Rollins going to, to AEW eventually. Um, I think that would be interesting to see what kind of vibe he would give off there. I, I Yeah, it's it's a nice thought, I mean, to have Roman Reigns, you know, in AEW because he is the big dog. He's so popular right now. But um, just don't see it happening. Cesaro, i love, though. I would love that. And even uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, his tag team partner, I would love to see that.
1: Yeah, man, Uh, I'd be, yeah, Shinsuke would easily, easily fit in. They're just, they they got these guys that are being wasted and they shouldn't be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, But we, and and you know what, Keith, I made a list um, about who I would like to see in AEW and Shelton Benjamin was on my list, but now that he's with the Hurt Business, I might take him off and and replace him with somebody. Ricochet is another one I would love to see in AEW because I thought Ricochet has all the talent in the world and now he's. Tag teaming with Cedric Alexander for opening matches on Raw. Like, are you kidding? Uh, he was fighting Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia not too long ago for the WWE title. So, yeah, I mean, I think Jericho's list makes sense, except for the Roman Reigns aspect. If you take that out, makes perfect sense. And I think all those could definitely happen.
1: Yeah, man, I can't sit there and disagree with you at all. Um I, I just think that AEW, if they get their chance, if they keep taking away that top talent, it's going to be good and bad because they're going to need a second show with all the great talent they're going to have.
0: Right, right, and I, I and you know what, Keith, um, I've been watching AEW Dark on YouTube lately, and let me just say, the past two weeks of AEW Dark have been so good. Like they've had main roster main dynamite superstars on Dark, and uh, it could be a great secondary show. Um, I don't know how they would work with putting it on TNT or whatever, keeping it on YouTube. But if they keep up dark like they've been doing, like that could be their secondary show that they need. And, and the worst thing possible I think they could do, and I, I don't think – actually, there's two. There's two worst things they could do, uh, and Cody probably will not go for either one. The first one is already confirmed. If AEW Dynamite goes to three hours, that is definitely going to drop the ratings. And Cody's already said that's totally not going to happen, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, Number two is um, doing a brand split, almost um, like SmackDown and Raw. That definitely does does not need to happen. It's unnecessary. I think they just need the extra time to show off these stars that are coming on AEW Dark, right? I mean, it, it, they have stars like Brandon Cutler, uh, the, li- pre- the Librarian Peter Avalon, uh, uh, Will Osprey, or not Will Osprey. Um, uh, there's there's another guy in in, in Dark whose uh, name's Will. I can't remember. Um, Will Hobbs. That's it. Will Hobbs. Uh, all these guys who have a, a, an enormous amount of talent and they and they're young and they're fresh. Get them on. Uh, and maybe just as a second match of the night or a match before a main event, you know, something to give him a, a brief moment of, of stardom. Uh, and I love the way how Cody's using the TNT title to show off that young talent as well.
1: It's our favorite part, probably, is what he's doing with elevating that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I can't wait to talk more about that TV title, by the way, in, uh, in our upcoming segment, man. I am pumped up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know what, Keith, let's just get right into it. Um, last episode, uh, Keith did a an NWA and an MLW Super Show Dream Match card. Uh, and, Keith, your card was stacked for that one-night show. You had so many great ideas for what's about to happen next that it had to become a two-night pay-per-view uh, for AEW and Impact Wrestling. It's going to be an AEW and Impact Wrestling wrestling super show card. So Keith, give us what you got and we're going to do some live reaction right now.
1: All right, man. And first of all, this is all inspired by our friend, friend of the show, Adam rank, who first suggested the idea on our episode with him. And I got the ball rolling. So I am excited to give you night one of the impact AEW super show. The very first match taking us off, kicking us off. By the way, they used to make fun of the first match of the night, but on television, it's really important because it sets the tone. This one is going to have impacts Jordan grace taking on Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose, brand new friend of the show wants to be on the show. We tried to get her on the show. Hopefully we can have her on the show, but man, has she been supportive of us? So we certainly appreciate her by the way.
0: Yes, we do. Um,
1: but th- this match, Nyla Rose versus Jordan Grace, is two powerful women, uh, both going to deliver feats of strength and just kind of wow the audience to kick things off. The second match, how do you feel about that one first before I keep moving?
0: I like it. I dig it. I dig it. Um, I, I kind of went out. This has nothing to do with the impact side of things, but I wish that awesome Kong and Nyla Rose would have gotten the ring together.
1: I've always, yeah, I've been, you know what? I almost brought that up the other week because it would just be this amazing clash of the Titans.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Good start, man.
1: I wish awesome Kong was still wrestling. Um, perhaps yes. one day, you know, yes. she was one of those what ifs, but, but we digress. We got to keep moving. <laughs> right. Um. So the next up is going to be the X division champion, this is a three-way match, by the way, a triple threat match. X-Division champion Chris Bay versus Sammy Guevara versus Ricky Starks.
0: Ooh, I, I love that. I love Chris Bay, by the way. I am so happy he became the X-Division champion at Slammiversary. Like, I love
1: how him. how athletic and charismatic would this match
0: be? Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. But you know what I would do, Keith? If my personal uh, – if I was making this match, I'd keep every single one of them uh, in the match, but I'd make it a fatal four-way and put in Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I just think that that would uh-huh. set it over the top with high-flying uh, young talent uh, from both brands. But I love that. And now, is this is this for the X Division Championship?
1: Man, that's a tough thing. I can't sit there. Uh, all It's so tough to make these moves because the politics that would go involved uh, with two companies. But let's go ahead and say yes.
0: All right. Hey, why not? It's a dream card, right?
1: That's right. It's 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 our it's our fantasy booking. Uh, the next match is going to be the Good Brothers, you know, Anderson and Gallows.
0: Yep, yep. The club.
1: Versus FTR.
0: Now now that's a match right there, Keith. That's a match. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Hey, what what two better teams to embody the no flips just fists motto, right?
1: And I got to tell you, I had the hardest time with the tag teams of both companies trying to figure out who to match up because they ha- they're they so deep. So, you know, initially I was going to put the Good Brothers versus the Butcher and the Blade because they would, ju- they would just have such a complimentary style. But I was like, you know what? I don't have enough room for two nights. I'd have to make three or four nights <laughs> with all the ideas I had. So, Good Brothers versus FTR, what a hard-hitting match that would
0: be. Now, Keith, do we know if they ever face each other at their WWE time? Do we know if I- they did?
1: I do not know. I, I should have looked that up, but I got too down the rabbit hole putting this whole thing together.
0: Okay. But I, I love that match too. I love it.
1: Yeah. Um, next up, we have the battle of two championships that are not recognized by their respective promotions. The TNA champion, Moose, versus the FTW champion, Brian and
0: Cage. Now, aren't you getting clever, Keith? Aren't you getting clever,
1: I, i've told you i had fun with this man and uh i'm i, I need to look back I've, i confess that i did not ever look to see if they've faced off an impact because they were both there at one point in time but i would assume that maybe they have but the good thing is aw and impact would never insult our intelligence so we can have this match again if we need to right
0: right i love, um, it. I love it Good. hard idea.
1: hitting and ju- you know like it's just gonna be one of those you know nice big men matches um and with athleticism too. That's the best thing about big men nowadays. And, and Keith, right.
0: before before you go on, um, who do you think is the true champion in impact? Is it Moose or is it Eddie Edwards?
1: Man, I love I love Moose, but it's it's Eddie Edwards. I agree. Uh, I agree. You know, I but I love what he's doing. Um, you know, <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, right. It, it, it's Eddie Edwards. Um, so next up is the TNT Championship match, and that's going to actually be two baby faces. Uh and he's got to defend this title on both cards, so I guess I already preview the fact that he's going to win this one. Okay. Co- Cody versus Eddie Edwards. Okay. All right. Uh I just think that, that would be one of those like slick wrestling matches, you know?
0: So Eddie Edwards is not going to defend the Impact Championship at this show.
1: No, cuz he's just go he's just going on TN on TNT to get this uh to get this title. Okay,
0: sounds good. Sounds good. I like it. I dig it
1: and maybe maybe the next week night 2 maybe that'll be on impact
0: and you know this is this is the only match that we can guarantee that somebody wins right
1: uh yeah yeah sure yeah yeah uh i'm giving that first match to nyla cuz she's our girl yeah right, right, um, right. <laughs> so the next, the next part of the night this is the main event and it'll be teased all night but it's going to be a Chris Jericho open challenge. Ooh. Okay. okay. Chris, Chris Jericho is going to issue an open challenge to anybody at Impact to face him. And out will walk Mr. Monday Night Rob Van Dam. Ooh.
0: Oh, wow. Keith, you're getting really deep with these.
1: And we will have ourselves a throwback match. Wow. And it's going to be fantastic for all the old school fans to see and all the new school fans to go, man, these guys can really go. And I think that it'd be great to see where they're at now with their characters and stuff like that. To just have them have a competitive uh, Matt classic, very similar to Randy Orton and Edge in their recent match, just two veterans just doing their thing, and it'll it'll be like riding a bicycle.
0: I like that, Keith, because back in the day, in the early uh, 2000s, these guys were on top of the world. I mean, they were super athletic, almost a, 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 the same style, right, of wrestling. Uh, high flying, uh, agility, everything. And now that they're older, um, and, and past their prime and towards the end of their careers, I love it. I love that fact. I love that main event. Um, Let's go to night two, Keith. Keep it rolling.
1: Night two, Jared. I was super excited for this one. All right. I had, this was a a big, I had a lot of fun with this night. Two is going to kick off the show with the motor city machine guns versus the young bucks.
0: Oh my gosh. Keith. Dude, Keith, why you know the, the Motor City Machine Guns are my favorite tag team right
1: now. Yes,
0: that's that's going to be insane, Keith. That match,
1: and that's how it should start off, right? You you start off with a good, Yes, one, right? Start
0: out with a banger. Why not, <laughs> oh, right? Man.
1: Yes, I really. Someone needs to like, please listen to this podcast and steal my ideas. I don't need credit. I just need to see this.
0: Please, please, let's let's make this happen. This whole card so far has been great.
1: All right. Well, I hope it's going to get even better for you. So the next up is going to be uh, champion versus champion for each respective women's division. Uh, Diana Perazzo versus Sheeta.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I I like it. I like it. Um, Keith, I'm going to have to change that one. Um, All right. And, and I understand what you're doing with the champion, right? The champion versus champion. But if we're talking about healthy everybody, I want to see Perazzo versus Britt Baker. Oh, yeah. I, I want to make that happen, man. Um, I, But I, I totally get it with the championship. And I, I think Britt Baker is going to win that title uh, when she comes back eventually. Um, yes. But yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it.
1: So I was creating this one kind of based on like right now, like in the next couple of weeks. So and with that being said, the next match is going to would be would be Heath versus Jungle Boy. But check this out. The match never happens because Heath gets attacked by a returning Rich Swan.
0: Oh. Okay, okay. So give me your thought process around this. Why, why is Rich Swan coming out and attacking Heath uh, compared to Eric Young?
1: That's a fantastic question. Jared, you just made me realize I made a mistake, and it would definitely be <laughs> Eric Young. Okay,
0: so it's going to be er- Eric Young. Eric-
1: Eric Young was the guy that I <laughs> meant to have in this match.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I'm right. sorry.
1: No, oh, no, you're good. You, I'm I'm glad you caught that because I would have totally gone on with that. But, yes, Eric Young I uh, would get attacked by a returning Rich Swan, who, you know, had this segment where he thought he had to retire. And, you know, they're doing one of those sweet things that they always do in, in wrestling, but they had happened recently. So – uh, yes, Eric Young. <laughs> um, but the next the next segment here, because of that match, they have to throw it to um, a segment to kill some time. And Tommy Dreamer on Impact has been doing this thing uh, uh, called House Party, and um, it's basically like a really goofy, tongue-in-cheek, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, having a little fun reality show segment where everyone's in this house together. So this one, what I'm going to do is. Tommy Drever is going to be in the house with everybody who either used to be in impact and are now in AEW okay, or maybe, maybe they're in AEW and they used to be in WWE, WWE impact AEW, any combination, right? He'll be looking at the people who used to be uh, in those companies and seeing them all in the same house and how they overlap. He'll see Arn, he'll see Tully and he'll just look around and he'll say, Damn, I'm old as hell. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Bully Ray makes a surprise cameo and says, Don't forget about fat, too. Oh. and just end the segment that's that's what they do to each other on busted open radio so i just thought that this would be a a funny thing to do there because bubba ray would represent you know the impact and uh and the wwe (laughs) portion too and i just thought that'd be kind of a hilarious situation and it would also get some guys who are not on the show like heath um and others you know who matt howardy didn't make the cut this is a big show so you know but it's just a way to get other stars involved um
0: I I love that Keith That was the the funniest thing I've heard in a long time Um, Keith You're coming up with these great matches man But there's still more right
1: There is We have Dude we actually have like one two three uh, Yes we have four more matches man
0: Um, Super pack shows
1: Yes so the next one is a pit fight Similar to what they did on NXT With Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher So it's like an MMA style cage fight Looking thing Um, And that's going to be Jake Hager versus Ken Shamrock. Old versus new.
0: (laughs) Dude, the MMA backgrounds.
1: Yes. (laughs) And and we might even make that a cinematic style match in a way to kind of, you know, to make sure that it goes well, you know, uh, and and, and gets choreographed and looks good. Um, So there's not much more you can say about that one. No, Um, no. The next one is going to be, this is going to be, I put some, man, I put some real like creative thought in this thing i'm just gonna be honest the next thing is an mjf 2020 segment okay he's Mm -hmm. not he's not happy about uh not being booked on the supercard he blames dictator john and (laughs) then and then who comes out ec3 comes out and tells him you have to control your narrative and and he's close and and you know and and ec3 is close and mjf needs to recognize what's going on but he's close because you need to control the network and the championship means TV time every week so EC3 tells Cody to come out for this week's title defense for the TNT championship it's against EC3 we have Cody versus EC3 for the TNT championship which EC3 wants because if he has that he has to be on TNT and therefore he can help control more narrative wow
0: Keith, can we just book you for any promotion, especially WWE right now?
1: Listen, man, as long as they let me be remote <laughs> so I can be with the family, you know, I'm I'm happy to help. Um, I love doing this. I actually when I did it the other day, I was like, ooh, I really like this. I really hadn't fantasy booked too much since a kid. I was like, Okay, let's do this. Right. Uh the next one, you're going to love this match. Okay. It is the North who have been the longest reigning. Impact Tag Team Champions had a fantastic run. They're not the champions now, but they'll be facing Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega.
0: Makeup, oh man, I love that too.
1: Yeah, damn, Keith,
0: you're going off this. uh, I I I like this more than your NWA one, to be honest. Uh,
1: You know what? This one had obviously more had to have more thought in it because it was a deeper situation. Um, The very last match of the night. Is going to be a hardcore match for the AEW championship. And it is one John Moxley taking on the sadistic Sammy Callahan. Ooh. Oh, that's an interesting one, Keith. Now tell me that wouldn't be violent. Man,
0: no holds barred, no rules. Damn, that would be something to see. Because Moxley, it seems like Moxley's getting busted open every week now
1: he is and sammy is really sick and has, has done a great job with his character for years now and so my thought was i didn't want to have champion versus champion i wanted to have you know as much as i could you know baby faces and heels and see how that dynamic worked and i was like well who could who could pull this off in aw and it's clearly sammy callahan
0: yeah yeah no no doubt um keith I, that card was amazing both nights uh there's not a moment of dullness, right? There's no... uh, I'm just blown away. I'm speechless right now. Uh, I love it. Um, One match I would like to see thrown in there somewhere, maybe on like a pre-show type thing, Um, I would take Willie Mack of Impact and put him against either Wardlow or Luchasaurus uh, of AEW. I think all three of those guys, for big men, they're super athletic, right? They're super... Yes. Uh, agile in the ring. And, and it's kind of like Keith Lee, too, in, in NXT. I'd love to see that happen, too. But, Keith, dude, you killed it, man. You you killed it. I'm super impressed.
1: Thanks, man. I really enjoyed doing this. I, I did. I can't sit there and tell you that I, you know, didn't put some thought into this and, and really made it something. So I'm happy you like it.
0: Keith, that was awesome. I think every one of us enjoyed your your dream card for an AEW versus an Impact uh, Super Show. That was a lot of fun. I hope you all, uh, the tag gang, enjoyed it. But we got to do what we do every week, uh, and we got to get our wrestlers of the week out of the way before we end this show. Uh, Keith, I'm going to let you go first this week. Who do you have as your wrestler of the week?
1: I have criticized him before, only in that I haven't always felt him. like I wasn't a big fan necessarily of him. I didn't think he was over. But, man, Darby Allin, man, this week's Wrestler of the Week for me, just coming out with that creepy John Moxley mask and keeping it on for a while, and just the selling and the drama and the emotion and the athleticism of that championship match, it, it showed totally just shot over every expectation that I had of that match. So I'm going to give you an old-school situation, as I always do, a comparison. That match reminded me of... The one, two, three kid versus Bret Hart for the title on raw, where it was really elevating one, two, three kid, kind of like a coming out party for him. I felt like this was a coming out party for Darby Allen.
0: Yeah. And what a a good comparison, Keith. I remember uh, watching the one, two, three kid. Uh, also, you know, he would later become X-Pac. Uh, I remember him beating Razor Ramon on raw and that was a super shocking moment, uh, for him as well. Um, Keith that's a good pick and you know what I think I think Darby for having a, t- a world title shot at his age this early in his career he proved that he can hang um one little mistake you know doing the coffin drop and uh, Moxley getting him in a sleeper which kind of turned the tides of the match a little bit um good pick I love that pick um I'm going to go with the hurt business um I really like this faction that they and I think WWE needed to do something like this um, Bringing them together. I figured they were going to do something along the lines of a Nation of Domination reboot. Um, I love the three superstars they picked for this, right? MVP's the mouth, Bobby Lashley is the strength, and Shelton Benjamin is that uh, cocky, brash, I've been there, athletic, uh, amateur wrestler. Um, I wonder if they're going to add another person or try to recruit somebody else uh, in this fashion. But right now, I'm loving it. They they say they're going to take over and uh, run Raw Underground. We're going to see what happens. But right now, they're killing it. MVP is going to get a shot at the United States Championship against Apollo Crews at SummerSlam. We're going to see that. And yeah, the Hurt Business doing something well and exciting for WWE. But Keith, with all that being said, we had a stacked show. And I think all our tag gang is gonna love listening to this. Um, it was all about AEW this week. Talk a little bit of WWE, of course, in the beginning, praising them for a good show, which we don't often do. It's very rare um nowadays.
1: I had to, Jared. I had to give them credit because you know, I, I try we try not to be negative, but if we don't enjoy a product, we're not gonna mince words about it. So yeah. when I I give credit where credit's due.
0: Yeah, yeah. we we said on this show before that we're brutally honest. Like We're going to give you all the news um, and information, but we're going to be honest about it. We're not going to we're not going to tell you something that's wrong or incorrect. Um, That's why we love this show and we hope you do, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was this episode of Mixed Tag. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Keith, that was awesome. Thank you so much for all the work you put in for this episode. I hope our tag gang enjoyed it from the wrestling encyclopedia and three-time Indian leg wrestling champion Keith White. My name is Jared Watson and we're out.